make sure that when you are pitching these people that you're doing it from a place of giving. A podcast host can spot a terrible pitch a mile away. Believe me, we get plenty of them. So you want to make sure that when you say, hey, I listened to this episode where you had this guest on and you talked about this, actually listen to the episode, actually take the time and the effort to hear it, get the name right. <laughs> like like those things of like, take time, take care in how you send that pitch. Welcome to another episode of Listeners to Leads, where I'm helping podcasters launch and maintain a lead generating show. I'm your host, Alicia Galati, the CEO and head podcast strategist behind Galati Media, a full service podcast management company. On this show, you'll hear my guests and I discuss everything it takes to launch a successful podcast and keep it running. If you're ready to get leads, land speaking gigs, and create deeper connections with your audience through your podcast, then this is the show for you. Today on the podcast, we are going to talk about the number one way to grow your podcast show. And you're probably like, Alicia, just tell me already. Don't leave me in suspense, please. Okay, okay, I won't. The number one way to grow your podcast show is to be a guest on other people's shows, which you're probably thinking, uh, wait a minute. I thought the number one way to grow my show would be something along promoting my show, talking about my show, joining all the Facebook groups. That's actually not going to help you grow your show as much as you might like. Last episode, we had Barb Nangle. She's an incredible human being as well as one of our clients. And she's been following us for a while. And one of the suggestions I gave her when she was like, look, I feel like I've tapped out my audience. I'm not really sure what to do. I want to grow my show and I want to make sure I'm strategic about it. Well, she was able to be a guest on one podcast And granted, she was on quite a few over the summer, but she was able to, with one of those shows, double her downloads with a thousand additional consistent podcast listeners ongoing. That is incredible. Round of applause. Oh my goodness. That is what we like to see. That's the number one way you're going to be able to grow your show is by strategically placing yourself within the sphere of your potential clients and your potential listeners and giving them value on value on value and then moving forward from there. So let's talk podcast pitching because this is obviously a heavy, heavy issue that I have seen even with my own show where people will pitch to be on my show. They'll send me emails and I'm just like, what? what is this email that you're sending me and why does this not make any sense? First of all, they get my name wrong, (laughs) which if you're sending an email to pitch yourself to be on a show, you probably shouldn't get the host's name wrong. You also should make sure that you get their podcast right as well, because that's happened too. And then making sure that the person that you're pitching yourself, or if it's a client, which I've seen this both ways, drives me nuts, that it actually makes sense on the topics that that person actually talks about. 
Now you might be thinking, well, if I send out 100 pitches, I'm bound to get some back. Sure, that's probably true, but I don't want to waste your time. I don't want you wasting your own time. So let's make sure that we're super strategic about how we're going about this. We're going to go through for this episode how to strategically pitch to podcasts. And you might be thinking, all right, Alicia, you're like warming up your hands over there. Okay, cool. Give me all the details. Tell me how to do this. Give me that pitch template. No, I'm not going to do that here. We're not going to do that. We're just going to go through step by step how to be strategic about it. And I might give you a rundown of a general email, but you're not going to get templates here. Next month in the membership, we're actually going to be talking about and taking action on pitching to be on other people's podcasts. So if you would like more support around it, you can join for 35 bucks in the month of October and you can get access to that. If you listen to this episode after the fact, guess what? You can still get access to the workshop, still get access to the trainings around pitching yourself to be on shows, see the questions that are asked and get those answers. And you'll also have space to ask your own questions in the community that we have for the membership. I think that'll really help you if you're looking for specific templates or specific help around pitching. But in the meantime, or if you're like, look, I don't have $35 to give you, Alicia, that's cool too. I still wanna make sure that you get value from this episode. So let's go step by step. The first thing that you're gonna wanna do when you are working on pitching yourself to other people's podcasts is to do research. (laughs) And I don't mean research on other people's podcasts or what they're talking about or who are those people you're going to pitch to. Research on yourself. What are those five topics that you could talk about and are going to bring quality to your listeners or to the person's listeners? What are those topics? What's your expertise? What sets you apart? What's your hot take that other people in your industry don't have? What are all your links for social media? All of these things are questions that you're going to need to ask yourself before you even start looking at potential podcasts to pitch to. You want to make sure that the research you're doing actually makes sense. So that's going to be the first key. Looking at what are those topics you can talk about? How can you bring an interesting take to them? And then making sure that you have all of those links from before. If you're not sure what topics you can talk about, think about either your own podcast if you have it. What are those top solo episodes that people like to listen to? Grab those, grab the content there. And if you're thinking, but I already talked about it on my show, or I've already talked about this topic on another show, guess what? (laughs) It doesn't matter. Most of the time, when someone is listening to a podcast, they probably haven't heard you on that other podcast. They probably aren't even listening to your own show. And guess what? The host is going to have some different questions and a different take or different examples that you can share. But even if it is literally you regurgitating the same thing that you say on your podcast, it's still okay. I do this so often. I recently was just on a podcast, actually literally right before I recorded this one, I was on a friend's podcast and it's called the F That Podcast. And she was asking, well, you kind of have this take on not everyone needs a podcast, which yes, absolutely. Not everyone needs a podcast. 
what is that like? And why is that? And I said, you know, we talked about this stuff during this episode. You can go listen to my podcast. And I have a podcast episode called, Should You Have a Podcast? And that'll help you make that decision on if you should have a podcast right now or not. So I have already talked about it on my show. I've talked about it on other shows before where I've talked about, hey, not everyone needs a podcast. Let's just nix that. And then I'm talking about it on this other show. I don't feel uncomfortable about talking about it again because I know that even if my audience who has already heard me say it probably a bajillion times goes and listens to that show, it might be the time that it clicks for them. And that is great. And that is okay. So don't feel uncomfortable about these topics that you're picking if it's like, oh, but I've already talked about this before. Who cares? It's okay. The host isn't going to be upset about that. They're probably going to be relieved, one, that you're well-versed in the topic that you're planning on talking about. Two, it also gives them an option to go back and listen to your episode about it or your other interview about it to get your take on it and to decide, hey, do I want to have this person on my show to talk about this? Is this going to be valuable for my audience? So once you have those things, you've got your topics, you got what makes you an expert in this field, you've got those links, your socials, everything you would need to add to the bottom of that pitch email. Then next, you're going to start doing your research. What are the podcasts that your audience is listening to. This is kind of like what I do when I'm looking for a podcast category for a client. I usually go with number one, where does it make sense, like blatantly (laughs) make sense for this person to be in? So that's your first one, right? So find those podcasts. Maybe I am a podcast strategist and I'm talking to someone who is a pitching strategist. And so I'm talking about, hey, you pitch podcasts, cool. I create podcasts, cool. Let's talk together and talk to these podcasters. Second one is, this also makes sense because it's compatible. When I'm on one of my clients' shows, I've been on there, I want to say twice. She's been on my show twice. And I'm actually going to be on her show again soon. And that is... She has a podcast about doing less, living more, breathing easier. She is a productivity and accountability coach for people who are just trying to get things done and be productive, but want to make sure that it's productivity that aligns with them. And so that makes sense for me to be on because I do those things. And we can talk about the podcasting aspect of it and how to do less, live more, breathe easier around your podcast. Granted, she has a lot of other topics on, but she might have audience members who are podcasters or even other guests on that listen to her show that will hear my message and will say, huh, okay, I want to go listen to her podcast. So that is someone where it's compatible and it makes sense, but it's not entirely aligned in that it's like, I'm talking to podcasts who are talking about podcasting, right? And then that third category that I usually pick for clients when I am coming up with ideas of like, okay, what categories do we want them to be on when they're launching? That third category is actually a breath of fresh air category. Where would this topic, very generally speaking, be a breath of fresh air? 
And so these are the podcasts where maybe you're not talking about business stuff. Maybe you're talking about parenting and your own take on parenting or being a mom and being a business owner or being someone who is a military spouse or whatever it is that kind of makes you you. And you can still infuse part of like, hey, this is where you can find me. Go listen to my podcast if you're interested in this. But know that more likely than not, your ideal listener is also listening to those podcasts because they're moms, they're military spouses, or they're people who are trying to build their business and want to know kind of your interesting take on it and how you've been able to show up differently. So that's where I think that that third category and why I think it sometimes gets missed is because we don't automatically think of it. But where can your take on things and your life and your story be a breath of fresh air? Think about that when you're coming up with this list of podcasts to pitch. Now, when it comes to strategically pitching these shows, there's two things that I want you to consider. The first is make sure that when you are pitching these people that you're doing it from a place of giving. A podcast host can spot a terrible pitch a mile away. Believe me, we get plenty of them. So you want to make sure that when you say, hey, I listened to this episode where you had this guest on and you talked about this, actually listen to the episode, actually take the time and the effort to hear it, get the name right. <laughs> like like those things of like, take time, take care in how you send that pitch. That's my first thing. Second thing is in the follow-up. I cannot tell you how many times someone has pitched to me and I've said, oh, yeah, 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 that person is great. I'm kind of in the middle of something, though, so I'm going to have to get back to them. That has happened to me. It's probably happened to you. And that follow-up is key. And I love when people follow up with me because my brain can't remember everything and it doesn't always keep track of everything. And my podcast guests, especially if I've already booked out months in advance, isn't really my top priority on a daily or weekly basis. I maybe check in on it once every month to see what are those new pitches we have, ensuring that they're aligned with our values and what we want to talk about. And then I send those over to my executive assistant as, hey, these are the people that we want to have on the show. I'm not focusing on that often. So that follow-up email is definitely good for me to have in that I don't have to worry about, oh, did I follow up with that person or not? Well, they didn't follow up with me, so they, they missed out, right? Make sure that you follow up. So those are the two key things that I wanna make sure that you think about as you're sending those pitches. The third thing, and I didn't say I had three, but I'm gonna add another one here. When you show up to that interview, show up with care, show up with understanding of the topic, know who you're talking to, what you're planning on talking about, and show that you actually are putting an effort. That person can still decide after the fact that they don't want to air your episode. Make sure that what you're saying is broad strokes aligned with their values as a podcast host, that the content that you're talking about is actually valuable for their audience, and that you show up as an expert with knowledgeable information for their audience. That's going to be really important in that 
when you show up, you actually show up as your awesome self and that you are 100% on when you're there. Those are my top tips, tricks, strategies for growing your podcast by being a guest on other people's shows. Like I said at the beginning, if you're like, okay, this is all great and (laughs) I need help with those emails. I need somebody to look at that stuff. I need help coming up with ideas of podcasts that I can be on. What categories should I even be looking at? Where can I do that extra research? How can I do that extra research? In the month of October, in the membership, we are actually going to be talking about growing your show by being a guest on other people's shows, getting yourself in front of other people's audiences by pitching yourself and ensuring that you're showing up with high quality information for their audience so that they share it, they love it, and they're excited about it. You can go to listenerstoleads.com and that will take you to all of those links that you need to join the membership. Again, it's only 35 bucks a month. Pretty cheap if you ask me and a lot cheaper than working with us one-on-one. When we do this pitching research for our clients, it's closer to a thousand bucks. So I want to make sure that you get these ideas, get these tips, tricks, strategies, and an offer that makes sense for you and that you can DIY it in a way that feels easy and doesn't feel super stressful. I hope this episode was helpful in ensuring that you understand the different elements and things that are needed when you are pitching to be on someone else's podcast and that this is the number one way to grow your show. So if you're like, look, I have tapped out my audience. I feel like I've gotten everyone on my Instagram listening. How do I get more downloads? How do I get more listeners? This is the key. All right, let's go ahead and get out there. Let's pitch some podcasts and get your podcast growing. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Listeners to Leads. If you found something in this episode valuable, I would really appreciate it if you shared it with a friend who you know would also get value from it. Want to send me a message? My favorite place to hang out is Instagram. You can find me at alicia.galati. Let me know what your favorite takeaway was from the episode. And don't forget, turning those listeners into leads is actually easy.